And Steve Dale back with you on WGN. It's one seventeen. So I was uh, astounded when Mark Ayers contacted me and he said, you know what, this this Illinois had become the fifth state to create a law where dogs and cats would be sold at pet stores. And now there's an Illinois state representative who wants to change that and go backwards and allow the pet stores that are illegally selling these animals, despite the fact there's a law saying they can't, they are, to sort of celebrate and be rewarded. What's more, and most important, we know that dogs and cats sold at pet stores are from puppy mills. We know these animals are less likely to be as healthy as animals you can get any other way, a behaviorally healthy as well as medically healthy. Mark, I don't understand. What's going on? Thanks for having me on, Steve. Make it make sense. Please make it make sense. We we had passed this amazing law, like you just said, in 2021, became the fifth state in the entire country to ban the retail sale of dogs and cats in pet stores. And even after that bill was signed, we've seen large-scale compliance. Everyone has been speaking so highly about it. And even the, the ink wasn't even dry when Representative Will Davis um, the following year, filed a bill to repeal the law and restart the puppy mill to pet store pipeline. And he's done it again, once again, in 2023 with House Bill 2793. Okay, I want to, I wanted to, and by the way, we will, if you're interested in speaking up and saying to your representative, this is wrong, we'll tell you how you can do that in a couple of minutes. But let's let's back up a couple steps. So to be clear... There were four other states that said, and what, over 400 communities, literally big cities, small cities, and everything in between, many counties that said no dogs or cats can be sold at pet stores. I alluded to as why that would be the case. Can you also explain, Mark? Responsible breeders, as you know, Steve, would never, ever, ever, ever I'll do a pet store. In fact, I got that line directly from you. Yeah. I think I heard you say that on air and it stuck with me. But it's true. Responsible breeders don't sell their dogs to pet stores. They would never sell sites unseen. And we, we've seen from experience these dogs are sick. They're very often quite sick when they're sold. Um, we've seen predatory financing attached to the sale of these dogs and even well, some of the cats. Okay, so that's another thing that's important here, because Representative Davis, who was supposed to be on with me and bailed out, I, I would have asked him about this, because he is known for cheerleading for equity and for support of individuals and communities where things cannot easily be afforded. Talk about the the financing, and also talk about the pricing of these animals at pet stores when compared to an animal shelter. It's just simply appalling. I mean, some of the pet stores that are pushing this bad, bad bill, we've got evidence and receipts from consumers. They bought dogs between five and $10,000. And of course, your average Joe doesn't have that kind of money. And so the pet store lets you finance an animal. And we've seen the receipt. Some of these consumers had triple-digit interest rates. We're talking 188% interest uh, on top of the, of, of the overall charge of that dog or cat. And it's just tearing people apart. I mean, the financing, it's, it is absolutely predatory. 
and then these animals would get sick, and then they got to go to the vet, and then there's vet bills that compound with the interest charges that you've got. It's irresponsible pet ownership, but it's predatory, and and that would all be repealed if this law is passed. So I want to talk about two of those things, uh, the finance charge part and also the pet store sales part in the first place. So because a law was passed, was it 2021, Mark? It was 2021, correct. All right. So in 2021, Governor Pritzker signed it. It's a law. And and these pet stores, some of them, and I can rattle them off to you in a moment. You probably know them off the top of your head here. Uh, they're continuing to sell dogs, not adopt out, which would be fine, but sell dogs and cats. Doesn't matter what the law says. They are continuing to do it. And why does no one seem to care about that, Mark? Also, you led the charge to also pass a law to say, all right, these finances, these finance charges are crazy. Now, you didn't think that law would be necessary because it turned out the other law where no dogs or cats can be sold to pet stores in the first place passed. Therefore, finance charges for what? I mean, you know, if they can't be sold, there are no finance charges, but it turns out they are being sold anyway. And that law you passed regarding finance charges also being ignored. Uh, people aren't supposed to ignore laws. They're not supposed to ignore laws, but fortunately, it has caught the attention of the Illinois Department of Agriculture, who oversees and enforces this law. And so upon investigation, these stores were all found to be violating their license. And they have taken part in what I call an an elaborate licensing scheme, taking advantage of the department. And so specifically what these I, there's only just five of these actors out there that have done this. There's three furry baby locations, one pet land in Batavia and another store. They relinquished their pet shop operator license back to the state Department of Agriculture and obtained a dog dealer license in order to stay open. And that dog dealer license is normally for someone that would sell dogs occasionally out of their home that he or she has produced. It was never designed to be something where you would sell dogs to a commercial retail establishment such as a pet shop. And so luckily and and fortunate for us, the department did issue these bad actors notices of revocation. And so we're going through those revocation hearings now. But while they're still open and breaking the law, they are still financing these puppy sales, which is another violation of the law. And so it's to have these guys break not one but two sets of laws, it's astounding, and I it's I just it's a bad dream that I I want to wake up from, but here we are. We're and there's a bill out there that would completely legalize it once again. Yeah, which is crazy. How does this bill happen when it was overwhelming? Democrats, Republicans, Independents, uh, left wing, right wing, center, everything. Everyone essentially said this makes sense. No dogs or cats should be sold at pet stores. What's more, the governor was enthusiastic about it. So you've got him enthusiastic about it as well. So how does this even happen in the first place? Well, yeah, you're right. I mean, the the law that we passed was very popular. We had a conservative Republican lead that charge in the House and it passed with the supermajority. When, it, when that bill got into the Senate, it was led by a progressive Democrat. 
And that also passed with a supermajority. The go- Governor Pritzker enthusiastically signed the bill. In fact, he even did a press conference some months later touting the benefits of the law at a local animal shelter. And so everyone really was impressed by the law. The law has worked. We've seen the law um, actually have a, a dramatic decrease in the number of dogs kept at puppy mills throughout the United States. The demand has gone down. Supply has gone down. The law is working as intended. But some of these bad actors like to poke holes in things and, and find ways to stay open. And through this licensing scheme, that's what they've done. And through a series of donations to several lawmakers, they've convinced them to file this very bad bill. It's bad for consumers. It's bad for pets. It's bad for everyone. Yet here we are. And it has a hearing coming up this Tuesday in the Agriculture Committee in the House. Now, you said through, what did you say exactly? Because you kind of slid right by there. So you said through who does this happen? It's through some lobbyists that are being rep- that are representing a specific pet store or pet stores, correct? Yes, the pet stores that are violating the law have hired an army of lobbyists to push this bill through the legislature. But that's a lot of money, too, because lobbyists, they don't work for cheap. Uh, All right, so several questions here on the text line. One, ask your guest how he knows. It's in all caps, so I hope I said it that way. How he knows that these animals are from puppy mills. Well, it's easy because, A, we get to have the records, in, in many cases, of where these dogs come from. If they're coming from out of state, they have to have a, a CVI attached to them. Um, if they're coming from a USDA licensed breeder, uh, we'll have the origins of them, how many dogs they have on location. Um, in many cases, we get to see the conditions at those breeding facilities. If there's a report filed or a citation found by the USDA, we have entire binders of, of many of these places where these dogs are coming from. But I, I think the simp- even the, the most simple answer is, again, a responsible breeder doesn't sell to a pet store, period. They never sell sight unseen. Responsible breeders want to meet you, the buyer. They want to know where you live and what, how, how big is your house and do you have other pets and is this pet the right fit for you? And you get to go to their facility and meet the mother dog and meet the litter. That's how these things should be done. But a pet shop is simply a middleman in this pipeline and it perpetuates the puppy mill, the pet store pipeline. All right. So, yeah, you, everything you said is true. But what's more, uh, for the consumer, you want to ask some questions as well. You want to ask about uh, potentially genetic issues, depending on what the breed is. So if it's a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, for example, you'll want to ask about heart cardiac issues because they're common in that breed. Uh, you can't ask or you can ask, but how the heck would they know at a pet store? The other thing that you didn't mention is that, yes, Oftentimes, you know where these dogs come from. Oftentimes, you don't have any idea. And the reason is because of a lack of transparency. So the pet stores have all of these middlemen that transport the, and women, I suppose, that transport the dogs. And it's very confusing. And that is on purpose. It's on purpose. And in a lot of cases, these pet stores are using dog brokers, which are the middlemen of middlemen. 
and it's designed to be confusing. These, these dog brokers literally pull puppies from all over the country, and so and they bring it to their location, and then that location sells to the pet store. So it's, in many cases, it's impossible to track down the origin of where those dogs were even born and bred at. Yeah. Uh, Mark, so if people feel strongly about this, what can they do? Well, they can go to ilga.gov. That's the Illinois General Assembly's webpage. You can find your state representative, call him or her, their district office number or their Springfield number, and tell them that you are opposed to House Bill 2793 and that you do not want to see this bill passed in the legislature. That's House Bill 2793. Uh, You know I'll be following up on this. Mark Ayers, it's always good to talk to you. Good talking to you, Steve. Thank you. Thank you. Good job from Mark.